הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים, שבדורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנע הפר קידוש משה בארץ המה. ובבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו עולם נחל נובע בכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן צדיק בן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו והכל ישראל עלינו. ברוך השם, we left off at section 9, אבליק תמורת עניין התורה זין. And Baruch Hashem, we talked about the beautiful story that's brought down in Menachot, about Moshe Rabbeinu seeing Hashem tie the letters, tie crown to the letters, and that uh, story with the significance of the lesson we were learning. And Baruch uh, Hashem, now we start section 9. Rabbeinu tells us we need to encompass all the worlds together. The upper world in the lower world, and the lower world in the upper world. Or... The upper and the lower parts all together. Because we said the upper world, the concept of those who dwell up there is the aspect of the sun. And the lower world represents the student, as we just saw in the last section. So what a person needs to do is that we need to, the sun should incorporate the element of the disciple, meaning um, that the sun has in it the aspect of Talmud and the Talmud also has encompassed within the aspect of student the concept of the sun so that they should uh, have fear because the sun if it's just the sun alone without the aspect of Talmud because what did he say the sun is the sun is the aspect of Ma it's what What did you investigate? What did you see? Etc. As we saw above. So if it's this concept of what, which is this higher place, because when you're high, you have to teach yourself to recognize that you are far from God and to humble yourself. If it's the sun without any aspect of the Talmud, then you will not have any fear. Because you do not see God's honor at all. Therefore, the sun needs to be Or have encompassed within it the aspect of Talmud student. What do they mean to have the student encompassed within the sun as well? Meaning to show the sun or a person who's at the level of sun a little bit of the perception of the student. So that the sun should know just a little bit of this idea that the entire earth is filled with God's glory. So that he should have fear. Because if he did not see God's glory, then he would not have fear at all. But the second you see just a little bit, it's enough to bring fear. The same is true of the Talmud. And if the Talmud is only in the aspect of that the entire earth is filled with his glory, and he only lives by this idea, if that's true, he would, he would cease to exist. He would be nullified completely. Therefore, therefore, we need to show him a little bit of the concept of Ben, of the sun, which is what? Meaning what? Meaning the idea that God is not there almost in a sense. That you have to search for him. In order that you should not cease to exist. And that he should have fear. And by encompassing both of these concepts together, um, uh, through this, one who is a man of valor, and not the opposite, a person who is what we call like a, a lazy person, a person who is not uh, strong in his will. Therefore, if you encompass the Ben within the Talmud and Talmud within the Ben, Then a person who's at the level of a man of valor, Ishchayin, he can accept during the time when he eats the illumination of God's will. 
at the time when he eats, he's able to accept God's will, um, to God's supernal will. Meaning that the ratzon of Hashem is illuminated to him at the time of eating. And he will yearn and long for God very much for Hashem with boundless desire, what we call ratzon muflagd. There's not much higher than this. Rabbi speaks about this in Sichot Aran. The idea of ratzon muflag. A desire which is boundless. It has no boundaries. It's so high. Without any knowledge. Meaning that you have so much desire for Hashem. That you have no idea what you want at all. You have so much desire for Hashem. But you have no way to express it. It's just that you want God. There's literally nothing else to say. And this is what is explained in Tehillim. Chapter 145. And you give them their food in its time. That God is responsible to give us food in our time. What does in its time mean? At the time, uh, this is the aspect, in its time, is the illumination of God's Ratzon. How do we know this? At that time, at that time, it will be said to Yaakov and to Israel. What has God affected or, or wrought. So we see that we're going to see this idea of Raton right now. Uh, in the future of the Tzadikim, the partition of the Tzadikim, the portion of the Tzadikim will be inward than that of the ministering angels, meaning they're going to even go higher. What it says in the verse, or in the in the Gemara over there is Mechitzatan, that the partition of the Tzadikim will be inward. Mechitza, Zebchim Makifim, when you say Mechitza, a boundary, this is what we call Makifim, surrounding intellect, the transcendent intellect, because the Makifim are the partitions of the intellect. And in the future, those partitions or those makifim of the tzaddikim will be even greater than the makifim, than the transcendent intellect of the ministering angels. And then their perception will attain the level of ma, which is what? And it brought down the verse ma What has God wrought? Meaning they're going to attain the aspect of ma, which is that level which is completely transcendent even over the angels. And this illumination of what we call Ma, that we've been talking about for quite some, uh, for the past few sections already. The idea of that you attain so much, it's such a high level where there's no knowledge there. That this aspect of Ma, this illumination of Ma, is the same illumination, is the same aspect as the illumination of Ratzon. Of divine will, because that ratzon is above everything. And it's revealed at the time of eating. We also know ratzon is, is the aspect of keter, so it, it's fitting to connect the ideas. And this ratzon is revealed at the time of eating. That you give them their food, beito, and it's time. Meaning, what's beito? It's the time of, it's a concept of ratzon. Meaning, Be'ito, it says in the verse, you will give them their food in its time. Be'ito. In its season, in its proper time. What did that mean? Be'chinat e'agat ha'ratzon. This is the illumination of ratzon, which is the concept of ma. And it's brought down, at that time you will say to Yaakov and Yisrael, ma pa'al'el. Meaning at, at that time, meaning when they eat, you will show them the concept of ma pa'al'el. Which is what? 
And this is what the illumination of Ratzon is, as we just uh, saw above. Now Rabbanu is going to explain why. As for why does the illumination of Ratzon reveal itself at the time of eating specifically? Da, no. Rabbanu tells us that for one who wants to gird his loins to assume the role to become a provider for his family to give panasa to those who are dependent upon him he needs to be an ishchayin a man of valor he cannot be the opposite he cannot be a roa mazal he cannot be this person who is lazy he needs to be someone who has a little bit of rulership. And now Rabbanu is going to explain why this person has to have some rulership, some strength, in order to draw down this panasa to be a man of valor. Because all panasa is drawn from malchut, kingship. So this is the idea of rulership. The tree that you saw, which grew and became strong, which had food for all in it, it is you, O king. Meaning, this idea of this tree which possesses all the food and parnasa for everyone is associated with you, the king. Meaning, a person who has kingship, rulership. Therefore, one who wants to accept this role as to become a, a provider or to receive parnasa, he needs to have a little bit of rulership in order that he has some connection with the malchut, the kingship. Because kingship is all rulership, so you need to have some connection with Malchut. And this is why it says in Megillat Ruth, chapter 2, at mealtime, come over here. This is what uh, Boaz tells Ruth, I believe. To come here over at the time of meal, at the time to eat, you come to my field. In Halom and Amachut, when it says Halom, it's Badan Zvachim, page 102. Halom is a reference to Malchut, kingship. At mealtime, come over here. What is Halom here? It's actually Malchut kingship, meaning, let's see what, because a person needs to have rulership or kingship at the time of eating. Meaning, at the meal time, you need to draw down, come over, which is a kingship, you need to bring down kingship. Because through that concept of kingship, you're able to draw down livelihood. And therefore, when the, the Baal, when the husband, he, he girds his loins and takes responsibility for his wife. And he takes upon himself this idea to go provide. I will cherish and honor and support to sustain, etc. So at the second, when he, he decides to take this upon himself, they give him some sort of rulership. As we know, one of the curses that was brought down to Chava was that the husband will rule over the man. At the end of times, that will change. But until then, that is still something that is at play. Meaning that, the, that what does it mean to rule over her? Meaning that he will provide for her. Because through that rulership, now that he just made it clear that he will go provide and cherish and honor her, that he will what? That through that rulership that he has taken upon himself, now he's able to draw down this parnasa from Hashem. The same is true of all the officials. Um, 
any person who needs to earn a greater livelihood and to provide greater livelihood to more people who are dependent upon him, meaning the greater the person, the more, the, the meaning, meaning what? The, the more that you have people associated with you and dependent upon you. He needs to have even greater rulership. Meaning the more people that are dependent upon you, the more rulership you must have. In order to draw down the livelihood um, through that kingship. But the livelihood is dependent upon how much kingship you have. And um, the more um, the more people you're responsible for, the more kingship you must associate yourself with. Now Rabbeinu is explaining the structure of how Panasa, um, um, how the Malchut receives the Panasa. So Rabbeinu says the Malchut receives the Panasa from the aspect of the hands which are in the in the Yama Chokma, in the Sea of Wisdom. There are hands in the Sea of Wisdom that draw down this Panasa to Malchut. So what are the, the hands in the sea of wisdom? In the sea of wisdom, Daniel Ramazim. These are the hints, Shehem Mechinat Yadaim, which represent the hands. The hands are the hints. Kemosh Shaketub is brought down in Mishle chapter one. Natiti Adi, I extended my hand in Makshiv, and no one paid heed. Meaning that the extension of the hand is God hinting to us something. Uferes Rashi Daniel Ramazim, and what does Rashi say? It's hinting. Because when the tzaddik or the wise man reveals his wisdom, sometimes he says some some word that he's hinting something to a student. That he cannot actually express with his mouth explicitly. That when the tzaddik is revealing something with his wisdom in a certain fashion, and he's he's hinting in the way he's saying something something to a student. That he cannot express explicitly. It can only be done by mere hinting. Only by the hints in the way he's expressing, whether it's his tone or whatever way it is, whatever method he uses, can the student understand his intention in his words. And these hints are the concept of the hands. Because we say the hands is this concept of hinting as it's brought down. In Mishle chapter 1, look at Rashi. And we saw above, this is, these are the hands, this is the aspect of the hands that are present within the Sea of Wisdom. What's the Sea of Wisdom? Bifrinat in Teidim, chapter 104. This is the Sea. It is vast and broad-handed. It's very wide, wide with hands. That This Sea has the hands in it, but the, the hands are very wide and vast. It's from that sea with those hands that we talked about with the hinting that we mentioned above that the Panasa is drawn down to Malchut that the Malchut receives the Panasa from those hands in the sea of wisdom. Open up your hands and he shall sustain you to every living creature to the will of every living thing. Meaning, once you open up your hands, then God draws down the panasa because the panasa is drawn from those hands. And this is why it says in the verse, to satisfy the desire of every living thing. Why did it say the word ratzon? This is the illumination of ratzon. Which is revealed in the livelihood. Meaning what? At the time when a person is eating, when he receives his sustenance. That we saw above, that you give them their food at in its time. What's the time? It's the ratzon. Meaning when they're eating, when they receive their panasa, there's ratzon with it. 
because of the fact, by means of the fact that the panasa, sorry, that the malchut receives panasa from these hands that are in the, the, the sea of wisdom. Alkan, therefore, midgalesham, diagata makifim, Sorry, Therefore, that illumination of those transcendent intellects um, th- yeah, that, that light of those intellects w- are revealed within the, the time of eating and the time of livelihood. When a person receives his livelihood, which is during eating. Because what are the Hayagata Makifim? What are this illumination of the intellect? It's what we talked about above. It's the illumination of the Ratzon. Because these transcendent intellects are actually illuminating the Sea of Wisdom. Um, the Sea of Wisdom which this Chacham is revealing. Meaning the Sea of Wisdom is the words of the Chacham that he's revealing. There are hands in the Sea of Wisdom. Those are the hints that the Chacham is teaching us within his words. And those, those hands are, are what drop down Panasat Malchut. But where do those hands and that wisdom which the Chacham is revealing receive its strength from? From the illumination of those transcendent intellects which is This is why it's in the verse This is the sea. It is great and it is vast handed. It is vast and it is broad handed. Leviathan as it's brought down at the end of that verse. Leviathan, you created the Leviathan. Leviathan sorry, the Leviathan that you formed, the Sakhikbo, to play with it. What does this have to do with anything? Leviathan The Leviathan is the aspect of kingship. Chapter 27. The, the Leviathan is the bolt serpent. Leviathan Nachash Akalaton. The Leviathan is the twisting serpent. So what does Rashi say over there? Malchut. Leviathan is Malchut. It's kingship. And why did it say that the Leviathan that you formed, meaning the kingship that you formed, to play with it? What is the Sachekbo? Comes to the word Shechakim. To mill, to grind something. It's the aspect of grinding. The kingship is a grinder. It's a, it's a mill. Because it's in the aspect of kingship. In the aspect of Leviathan. That the the man is grinded. It's in the aspect of the mill that the man is grinded. That the man is over there. Which is what the Leviathan. The Leviathan is where the man is grinded. So the Malchut. The Malchut is what grinds the man. What's the man? Dahanu Panasa. This is Panasa. As we see with regard to Gemal Chagiga, that it brings this idea that over there the man is grinded in the mills. Meaning what the Malchut, the kingship, which is the aspect of Leviathan, receives its panasa from the hands in the sea of wisdom. As we see in the verse, this is the sea, it is vast and broad-handed. And therefore when the panasa reaches the Malchut, over there in the Malchut, the panasa, the sustenance is milled and ground up to give to each and every person his, his portion of Panasa according to what is fitting for him. And this is why it says in the verse, to play with it. What does it mean? Meaning the mill. That over there is where the man is grounded. Because the Panasa, which is the concept of man, the bread from heaven, is ground and it is crushed. Um... Within the aspect of Malchut, which is the Leviathan, 
שמקבל הפרנסה מבחינת זה ידם גדול אורך וידיים חנו מן הידיים שיש בהם החוכמה. מן הפרנסה, סורי, המלכות, which is Leviathan, receives its פרנסה from the sea of wisdom. And what's in the sea of wisdom? The hands. Uh, meaning specifically from the hands within the sea of wisdom, which represent the hints. That we talked about about Vizeo Kulam Elechai Saberun, Latet Ochlam Beito. Now Rabbeinu is explaining this part of the verse, as we see in that Tehinim 145. All of them hope in you to give, uh, that you should give them their food in its time, in their time. Meaning what? Everyone is looking and gazing to God, hoping for God to send them their, send them their livelihood. And the Malchut is in charge of collecting and gathering all the bitchonot. All those pieces of trust of each and every person in the world because we, we are trusting in God to provide us the panasa. So the Malchut receives the trust of this person and that person and that person and the, the, the trust of each and every person, the trust that we have in God to receive our panasa. And the Malchut takes it and collects it. Um, it collects that which everyone is hoping and looking to God for panasa. And with these pieces of trust, the Malchut ascends up and receives the panasa from the hands. And this is why it says in the verse, everyone looks to you in hope. Meaning through the concept of trust, that everyone hopes in God. And is looking up and gazing and hoping in, in livelihood. It is through that trust, that bitachon, which draws down the panasa to the malchut. Because the malchut, once it gets all those pieces of trust collected, once you have that trust, it takes that trust and it brings it up so that it can draw down the panasa from, uh, for you from the hands uh, within the sea of wisdom. And this is what it says, to give them their food, and it's time. It says in the verse, specifically, in it's time. We said above, is the illumination of Ratzon, which is revealed within livelihood, um, which is the aspect of Ka'et at that time. It will be said to Yaakov and Israel, what has God wrought? What has God done? And what is Ma? It's the concept of Ratzon. If we said it was Makifim, as we said above, and it's all revealed. God says this to Israel and Yaakov, Ma. He says the concept of Ma at the time of Ka'et, at that time. What is Ka'et? It's a time whenever you receive your panasa. Um, when, you, when you're eating. And um, <clears throat> the and and what did it say in the verse? You give them their food and it's time. Connected to the verse that we mentioned above in the aspect. Open up your hands. And um, you sustain the desire of every living thing. Um, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Obviously, it's a very deep lesson. And it's, um, um, it can be a little bit complicated to connect everything. But just the structure in its most simple form is... Um, is there. You can just look at it and see how it's all built up. How the Leviathan, which is Malchut, receives its Panasa from the hands, which is in the Sea of Wisdom. And then um, how during the time whenever you receive your Panasa, there is a 
there is an et ratzon, or there is a in he'ara of ratzon, there is an illumination of ratzon at that time specifically, and which this he, which is this he'ara makifin. But uh, Baruch Hashem, that's it for today, and God willing, we will continue next class um, from the word vezehu kimin chaus as we see over there, Bezrat Hashem.